Hi there, my name is Michael Harris. I'm host of Falling Up Radio. I'm really excited that you're here today. We have really an amazing guest, and I'll get to her in, in just a moment. But if you really are looking for raw, edgy, frank conversations about crushing your fears and really living an unstoppable life, you want to definitely listen to this show because the woman that we have today on this show is utterly amazing. First, so I have to, because this is my show, I, I mentioned my book, Falling Down, Getting Up. This was the number one best-selling book in stress, yoga, and recovery. And right here on the page, Falling Up Radio, you get a free copy of the book. So if you're listening on, on audio on iTunes or Stitcher, one of the other platforms, just hop over to the website, fallingupradio.com, and you can get a free copy of the book. With that being said, I want to get right to our guest because our guest, I, I, I met her recently, oh, maybe four or five months ago. I don't remember exactly, um, but I, I met her in a coffee shop. We both live in the same town, and we, we, we started having a, a number of different conversations. And I know her fairly well on one level, and then I got her bio and the information that she sent me for this show. And I got to tell you, I got pages and pages and pages, and we're not going to have time to go over this. But I'm going to jump right in and just mention a couple of things. Many of you have probably heard of Beachbody Live. Uh, Jenny was a trainer, Pio Insanity, Turbo Kick, P90X. She did a lot of work with Billy Blank Jr. on Dance With Me, Master Trainer. She's got every fitness certification that you can imagine. She has a Bachelor of Arts in International Studies. She's been involved with an organization called Up With People International. Um, she is putting together her own gym, her own fitness center uh, in, in her hometown. She's done infant swimming resource stuff. You go on and on and on. Again, and I think that she was also a, um, I'll talk to her, we'll ask her, but I think that she was also uh, competed in bikini contest and won a few of those too or some type of contest. So I want to definitely hear about that. Now, Jenny, she, she spent a lot of time in Hawaii, but growing up, she was really fun, playful, lighthearted, liked to get out and, and enjoy life and, and have a good time. The one thing that um, started coming up, she, she was kind of fit growing up, but then she started gaining some weight. Not a lot of weight, but it depends how you look at it. 20 extra pounds, and, and she was a little, didn't like it. So she really dived back in. So anyway, again, I don't want to tell you everything about her. I want Jenny herself to tell you. So Jenny Trumpa, welcome to our show. It's great to have you here today. It's really great to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Michael. It's an honor and I'm super excited to be here and just talk with you and share some stories and um, to connect also with the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I want to mention, too, that I, I remember when we first met at the little coffee shop up the street, your infectious smile. And even now you're, you're smiling. You just have this incredible smile and this real apparent joy for life. And I, I know you take you and your husband and your kids and everybody, you love to go up to the mountain and go skiing. 
what's, I mean, what really lights your fire in, in that sense of, of wanting to get out there and enjoy life? Absolutely. That's a good question. Um, I just, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is that it, but it, there's just this, um, you know, I, I think that all of us are here on this planet to live it up and to really, um, I mean, if you look at it, life is so precious. It's so beautiful. There's so much opportunity to enjoy um, you know, everything that's out there. And I think that that's one of the things that me, my husband, our family, um, our community that we really try to, to live by is to, to be adventurous, to, to, you know, dive into nature, um, and to really absorb the moments that life has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Take us back to when you were growing up, maybe like high school or maybe a little bit in, in that area, maybe a little bit earlier, uh, when did you first start jumping into sports and fitness? Were you always on school teams? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I, my, I think that the, my love for fitness and my love for being active comes from my dad. He was a marathon runner. He was always out every night, um, you know, running around the track at the high school. And it was just something that I admired. I also remember watching Jane Fonda videos back in the day when they first came out and I adored her. And I said to myself, one day I'm going to be on fitness videos and that's what I want to do in life. And it was just this kind of love for fitness that I don't know if I was just born with it or, you know, somehow acquired it throughout growing up. But um, it all kind of started in eighth grade and I joined the athletic team and became a runner myself that fed into me becoming a, a, um, a drill team participant in high school and eventually becoming an, a, a leader on the drill team. And, you know, I went into college. I began a master's in dance. I, my first major before changing it, like for the 12th time, was <laughs> kinesiology. Okay. And it's kind of interesting that I did explore other things but came back full circle to working in fitness uh, again into my adulthood. Yeah, and so what you, I know you went to Hawaii for a period of time. What got you to Hawaii and, and how did that fit into the, the bigger picture of your life? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I guess you asked earlier if I had any sort of struggles. One of them really, I guess, revolves around finding myself and finding what it was that, um, you know, that I wanted to be when I grow up, right? Um, and I really kind of struggled with that. I knew that I loved fitness. I knew that I loved uh, kinesiology, but I didn't see beyond being a PE teacher. And there was nothing, there's nothing wrong with someone who chooses to be a PE teacher. I think that's a, an amazing job, but both of my parents were teachers and I felt the need to do something different. Mm -hmm. And so I put that aside and started to explore other options. And around that time, I got involved with a group called Up With People. And Up With People, for your listeners, is an international organization who um, has, you know, uh, 150 young adults from 20 different countries traveling together uh, for at that time, it was for a year, and we did community involvement in every city. We put on a two-hour musical with dance, and um, 
and you know really promoted world peace. Um, but from that organization and traveling with that group, I um, was opened to a lot of opportunities and a lot of options in life. Up with people had a partnership with. Hawaii Pacific University. So having traveled enough with people, I was able to gain college credits for traveling uh, if I would attend Hawaii Pacific University. So it was kind of a no-brainer <laughs> that yeah. I go to Hawaii Pacific University. And they had a great program in international studies, which I felt really drawn to, having been open to so many cultures through travel. And that was kind of how I ended up in Hawaii. So, so with Hawaii Pacific, um, did you travel a lot with them too and get to visit like Asian countries or different places? Uh, not so much. Actually, um, yes and no. I did work for uh, Chaminade University while living in Hawaii and through admissions, I was able to go on some trips. Nice. Um, to Samoa and um, some of the outer islands. So that was, that was actually really fantastic as and well. And so when, when, when you were in Hawaii, did, did you get into surfing or, or snorkeling or scuba diving? Or? Well, yes, I did. But um, I really realized that my passion was mostly um, land, like um, land sports. So hiking, um, we did a lot of, um, you know, just a lot of hiking, a lot of camping, a lot of being outdoors. I do like the ocean, but I find that I'm really drawn more to the mountains and to the hills and to earth. Um, whereas my husband, he's more of a surfer. <laughs> and he was out every morning yeah. surfing it up, so... Well, where, where we live, it's not so much surfing. There, there's some around, but you can uh, do a lot of snowboarding. That's so we, true. We have a lot of surfers around here. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. I've probably been skiing and surf, uh, snowboarding a lot more than I ever was surfing. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great place to do it. It is. It really so is. When, when you were in Hawaii, and you were over there for a, a decade or so, um, had you already started... Like, were you teaching fitness over there? Or what was that about? Yes. So um, I, actually had, I actually had put fitness aside and, and decided that I needed to have a real career, in, you know, in uh, <laughs> whatever that means. Whatever that, yeah. Whatever that means. Um, and so I had put it aside. And uh, it's kind of interesting how I got back into fitness was one winter we went to Germany and, you know, had gone and uh, we were there for about two or three months and coming out of Hawaii, you know, in Hawaii, you're really aware of what your body looks like and, and aware kind of, cause you're always in shorts or you're in short t-shirts. And um, we had gone to Germany and were there for about two or three months, hiding behind sweaters, hiding behind jackets and going to all of the relatives that were feeding us and you know it was one meal after another they were delicious and everything was so good and i just kept consuming and consuming and i one day probably after two or three months of this looked in the mirror from the side and realized how much i had gained and how much my body had changed and it was about you know i would say 15 20 pounds that i had put on um 
it was shocking for me. I wasn't disappointed by it because I knew that as quickly as I had put it on, I would be able to take it off. So it was more of like a, wow, isn't the human body amazing that this can happen? But, but that actually kind of opened my eyes to the need to implement fitness into my life on a regular basis. So I had just had two, at that time, two small children, you know, one was three and one was um, under the age of one. And so I'd just come out of that mommy hood, you know, of, of having children and putting on extra weight and, and then traveling and hiding behind sweaters. And so I knew that it was time to take the weight off. And I started going to group fitness classes. And the first class that I went into, I still remember it to this day. I walked in and I remember the song. I remember the moves we were doing. It was a Zoom class. And I put myself in the very back of the class because I didn't want, you know, I I was nervous and intimidated to be there. Um, But I started moving and the music was loud and it, it just kind of hit my body. And I remember the feeling and I was overcome with so much emotion. I started to cry right there in class and I was hooked. I knew that that was what I needed in my life. I knew I needed to be surrounded by those amazing people. I knew that the movement and just, you know, because I come from a dance background, being able to move my body in a free way with energy really um, put life back into my body. It was, it was like that little flame that kind of flickers out. It had, it was like pouring fuel onto that flame and there was, there was life and light coming out of me again. Mm -hmm. And it was from that moment that I knew that I wanted to become an instructor. And what, what, what year was this? This was in um, 2011. 2011. So I, I had been instructing uh, previously, you know, before then, before I had kids. But I kind of, as I mentioned, I put all of it aside and, you know, went on this path of discovering myself. <laughs> right. And, um, but that was in 2011 when I really decided, you know what? This is it. This is it. I'm coming back full circle and I'm going to. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make, I'm going to make my name in, in the fitness industry and I'm going to make um, this happen for myself and for our family. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of when it all, when it all started. And I went on this, you know, I, I started teaching at all of the facilities on the Hawaiian islands. Um, I got out as much as I could. I drove to other instructors classes. I was a sponge and started learning all different styles and taking, you know, um, weightlifting classes, dance classes, yoga classes, Pilates. Uh, I just wanted to learn it all. And I wanted to do it all. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. (laughs) So where where along that process did um, like Beachbody come in or, you know, that type of, of fitness work that you did? Where did that come in? Being a master trainer? Yeah. It all started with, uh, um, it was just kind of one of those gateway things where, ironically, Michael, the story that I talked about earlier with this Zumba instructor 
and walking into Zumba that very first time, the instructor, she and I befriended one another and she had become a master trainer for a company called Cognition. And she called me up and she said, I think you'd be a great fit. And they were a, a new company getting off the ground. Um, Kiki, San, uh, Kiki Santando, I think is his name. And he was a Grammy Award uh, um, composer uh, for some songs, but he was, he was the one that had created the music for this uh, exercise program. And they wanted to you know, bring it out into the marketplace. And so they had hand selected some instructors from around the nation to work on this project together. And I happened to get selected. Wow. And really, yeah. a really, really amazing thing because I was all of the sudden kind of catapulted into the category of other fitness legends that had been, you know, that I still look up to today. Um, and I was working in the same room with them. And it was a real, it was a real honor. And yeah. that's what kind of led me into Cognition ended up uh, removing itself from the U.S. market and going to, to Mexico. But it, uh, it enabled me to, you know, set that foundation. And the next uh, person that I worked with was Billy Blanks Jr. on his pro uh, project called Dance With Me. And that enabled me to reach the next level, which was with Beachbody. And with Beachbody, I was with them for quite some time. It was amazing. I got to work with Shanti. I got to teach on stage with Shalene Johnson. And it was a, an amazing, amazing time um, to be able to be mentored very mm -hmm. closely from some yeah. great fitness legends. Yeah. And that's continuing today. Beachbody is continuing today. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm no longer a trainer with them, but I still promote their programs. Um, I, I, they get people results. Mm -hmm. um, they're an amazing company. Yeah. So I, I know that if I can kind of maybe ungracefully segue sure. <clears throat> into something here. Um, we talked a, a little bit before the show and I asked you, you know, where have you struggled in your life? What, 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 what's been something that, that you've needed to work through? And we talked a little bit about, um, you know, feeling the, the overweight part in Germany and, and eating all that great food, which is perfectly okay. You know, we, we all eat a lot of extra food sometimes. And then it's just like we got to work it off. But if you got the fire, you got the fire. And so you had the fire to be able to do that. But I also know that you had struggled with some, um, maybe some family life issues that had come up. What, what are you willing to talk to us about around that? Absolutely. So I think that, um, you know, I, family life, there's, it's so dynamic. And um, I think growing up, I had great role models. You know, my parents are still married. Of course, they went through their struggles, but um, I feel really blessed to have had an otherwise, you know, perfect upbringing. Um, we always had food on the table. Uh, you know, I had a great education. Um, my brothers and sisters are wonderful. We all get along. <laughs> and so there was, I never saw any signs of, you know, really um, 
desperate or um, dire struggle in our in our family situation or family dynamics. And so I had put this ideal in my head that, you know, marriage should be a certain way. Your, your spouse should be a certain way. Um, you know, and, and that's, this is just kind of how it is. And so, um, when I was a, yeah, when my partner, when my husband and I first got together, we had traveled down to Ecuador together and, um, feeling that there was some sort of connection there. But then throughout our travels, we realized that at that time that we may potentially work better as friends. And during that transition of our communication, we found out that I was pregnant. And he actually, he and I actually traveled together and up with people. So we traveled for a year together in our twenties. We were good friends back then. Um, you know, we knew each other, we know, we already were really good, deep friends. And so um, the thought of having a child together was something that we were willing to, that we wanted to do. We wanted to raise this child together. Yet, again, it was, you know, this ideal that, oh, but my mate should be something different. And he, you know, I'm not quite sure that, this person is living up to the ideals that I had put in my head. And, you know, and it's, it's kind of one of those things where you look at your, your friends relationships and, you know, the grass seems to be greener on the other side. Mm. Um, so I struggled personally with this uh, pressure that I put on myself to have him live up to standards that I thought he should live up to versus looking at the person that he is and understanding the deep beauty that he has to offer, the support that he has to offer for our family, the love that he has, the compassion that he has, the amazing person that he is. Um, I struggled with that for probably the first good 10 years of our marriage. And it was through a lot of personal development, a lot of meditation, a lot of um, going deep within to really help myself overcome some of those barriers that I kept putting up in, in our marriage. And thankfully, thankfully, we've been able to work through that because we're closer than ever now. Our love for one another is deeper than ever now. And it's really beautiful. And I'm just grateful for everyone that's helped me and for the time that we've allowed one another to, to grow into this marriage in such a way. Mm -hmm. what, what I heard was, I, I really appreciate you sharing what, what you're sharing and, and talking about because you know, it's really personal stuff. And, um, you know, the thing too about relationships that I've experienced as well is, is having that expectation of that other person and why aren't they living up to my expectation versus exactly what you said, celebrating who they are and their amazingness and their magnificence and really focusing on, on that. And, um, I know when that shift is made, 
a deeper connection can begin to happen. And it sounds like that's what happened with Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for all of the, um, the teachers, the teachers out there who actually teach that and actually help, um, you know, the lessons, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. it really, it really helps. Yeah. Yeah. It really helps. Yeah. Um, are you willing to talk about um, your son? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I know that your, your son has been a big, um, um, there's been some work that's been done there. I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but um, tell us about what's, what's happened with that. So my son, he's 14 years old, and two years ago he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And for anyone that um, may not know what type 1 diabetes, it's basically when your pancreas stops producing insulin and insulin is required by our bodies to live. It's what transports glucose and energy to our cells so that we can have energy and we can, you know, just basically function in life. If we don't have insulin, um, that glucose begins to build up in the body, in the blood and the bloodstream gets toxic and, you know, it, it can lead to severe illness. Yeah. So, um, we found out two years ago, you know, it's the typical story of anyone who has type 1 diabetes or who has been diagnosed is there's, you know, signs of extreme lethargy, um, dehydrate, you know, symptoms of dehydration. So a lot like extreme thirst and then urinating a lot. And, you know, it was August at that time that the symptoms first started to appear and we thought, well, it's summertime, you know, of course he's going to be drinking more. And so if he's drinking more, of course he's going to go to the bathroom more. And so, <laughs> but it didn't go away. And by October we took him in and we found out he had type one diabetes and it just, um, for anyone who's been through it, it, it was, you know, it kind of rocks your boat. It rocks your world. Yeah. Um, there's injections, there's, uh, blood, um, blood sugar tests that you do multiple times throughout the day. And it's, there's really no end in sight. It's kind of a, a condition that you live with. And so, um, it's interesting because I feel that, it has made us all so much stronger in so many ways and on so many levels. So, and I know that my son wouldn't be the person that he is today without this condition. So it's, it's nothing that we, you know, we curse at or anything like that, but it's, it's a condition that, you know, we live with and find the best way to manage it and, and best way to, to help, help him have a healthy life, you know, as possible with it. Yeah. Um, but and what was interesting. And how's he doing with that? I mean, does he stay fit with you? Does, does he go, I know he goes skiing with you um, or goes to the mountain. But. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have our ups and downs with it. Um, you know, in fact, yesterday I was at the hospital with him, getting him fluids because he's been, um, you know, he's had a period now for about five days, five, six days where he's been running really high. And so it has its ups and downs. I think it's, it's 
I won't say that it's something that's normal with type 1 diabetes, but I think that it can happen with type 1 diabetes. Um, but for the most part, he's healthy. He's, you know, it's, it's manageable. Um, he lives his life, you know, with his, he's got a ton of friends. They're all very supportive. And we do, we go um, up the mountain. Um, you know, when we get out as much as possible, we have a really um, good time regardless of it all. Yeah. Yeah. In, incidentally, there was a previous guest on our show, uh, James Planet, that um, is also a type one uh, diabetic and, um, you might want to go back and, and take a look at that or listen to that episode. I, I actually saw it yesterday on your yeah. podcast uh, list, and I texted it to my son, and we were going to listen to it. So that is on our on our radar. And he's yeah, how diabetes is my superpower. I love the title. Yeah, and he he created a, a little gadget to help better monitor um, diabetes and what's on the market right now. Uh, so it's really fascinating stuff. And I know at one point his bloods were, were up in the 1100 range. Wow. Was not in a coma. Wow. And you know, and he showed, and the doctors were like, how can you be at 1100? Wow. And you, you know what that means. I mean, that's Absolutely. like extraordinary. Absolutely. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so let me ask you this. I, I know that um, the keto diet and dieting and food is, is really big. Are you using a lot of that? Is, is some of that interest also in, in helping supporting your son? Absolutely. So it's really interesting how the keto diet has gained in popularity in the last couple of years. When, we, when he first got diagnosed, I remember one of the, uh, the nurses in the hospital had mentioned this thing called the ketogenic diet. And I remember pulling my notebook out and I was like, okay, what was that again? What's that word? Because yeah. <laughs> I'd never heard of it. And I looked it up and she had said too, you know, some type one diabetics are having extreme, um, are having really great results with it. And so in fact, there is a book called, um, the diabetes solution. And if anyone has type one diabetes, I recommend that they read this book. Uh, it's an absolutely phenomenal book. It talks about in specifics, exactly how to manage type one diabetes. And they don't call it the keto diet, they call it a low carb diet. Um, and uh, because their goal is really a lot different than, you know, ketogenesis, which which is a little bit more, um, you know, looking for fat loss. And so the low carb diet for type one um, is absolutely amazing. It, what it does is it really helps to stabilize blood sugar levels. And so you're not having those roller coasters of highs and lows that, you know, you typically have with diabetes. And so managing it with um, a ketogenic diet or a low carb diet um, has been shown and more and more research uh, is coming up that that really points to how it's it's a really it's the way to go yeah. there's a group on Facebook I want to give them a plug it's called type one grit 
And it's absolutely for anyone that's interested in looking into this way of life or this way of eating for their family member or themselves, they're an amazing supportive group that will help you get started and they'll help you, you know, maintain your levels for what you need to do um, when you're living with type one. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you, you know that, um, you know, I've been involved with yoga for a number of years. Yes. And diabetes, and, and I've seen a lot of type twos that were on some type of oral meds that would uh, be able to get off their meds and, and have no additional problems. I've had a number of people cut their type one, cut their insulin in half in probably 60 days. The regular practice. I even had one gentleman that was in his 70s and he had had his pancreas out 30 years earlier wow. and started, started doing the, this yoga that, that I teach. And um, he, he reduced his insulin in, in about 60%, just under 60%. That's amazing. In a very short period of time. That's amazing. And um, it's interesting because one of, one of my teachers, and she's in her 90s, part of her mission is to help diabetes with uh, diabetics with yoga and to understand that um, how much yoga really affects it beyond normal fitness routines that are really important for for a diabetic to maintain in in the food and um, you know the the best that they know about right now has to do with uh, compression and tourniquet effect type stuff like compressing the pancreas or you know working the kidneys and, and the liver in a way that um, a regular fitness activity may not um, uh, address in the same way. That's true. That's great. And, yeah. So if you ever want to talk more about that, I'm, I would I'm, love I'm to. Happy, happy. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So. Tell me, I, I know a little bit more about what you are doing um, right now and uh, the a Vitality Lifestyle and a new fitness center that you have um, opening in about 90 days or something yes. like that, pretty soon. Absolutely. So, so tell us a little bit first about Vitality and, and let's maybe move then into your, your new center. Absolutely. Thank you. So Vitality Fitness is an online uh, personal training coaching uh, platform that I offer. And so it's for, you know, people who may not necessarily live in the area yet still want to learn how to eat healthier. They want to learn, you know, what type of workouts to do, basically feel great in their skin, you know, have more energy and are not quite sure how to get started. You know, there's a lot of information out there and we can get overwhelmed by reading everything on the, that we read on the internet um, or just see kind of in media. And so my goal is to reach women, you know, who are carrying around an extra 20, 30 pounds, 40 pounds and need help in, you know, with mindful eating, um, nutrition, nutritional eating, um, and really, you know, helping them to lose the weight that they're looking to lose, helping them reach their goals, what their goals may be. Mm-hmm. And so that's, uh, that's what I do with Vitality Lifestyle. 
And you, you, you've done that and, and you've helped a lot of women already. Absolutely. I know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thousands of women. So, um, you know, just through online challenges and through online consultations. And it's great to see the transformations that come across and also to hear the testimonials from them, you know, how much more energy they have, how much more confident they feel. Um, so that's what keeps pushing me to do that um, is to really reach more and more of these women and men that, um, that need this. And then what's different about your program? Because there's a lot of programs like that out there, but what really makes this one special? So we, I really work with women to find, um, you know, what, what nutritional needs are right for them. So every program needs to be specific and it needs to be tailored to what each individual person needs. So one person might be, um, you know, it's all about finding what one habit, what one thing we can work on right now that will help propel you toward your goal and being consistent in reaching that on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. um, I also help with 30-minute workouts. So I don't want people working out, you know, all day long, twice a day, three times a day over training. Um, I really want to focus on high-intensity interval training with women to help them burn fat and to, you know, in half the amount of time so that they're seeing results. And we do it in a simple, easy, effective way. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's part of the Vitality program, too, where you have um, as I remember what would you call it is the little black dress project. Yeah. So it yeah. really is. It's all about helping women feel confident in their skin. You know, so many women hide behind, um, other people in photos or, um, you know, wear layers upon layers of clothing because they're just not secure in their skin or who they are. So we really want to empower women um, to feel great about who they are. We really want to also incorporate, you know, that mindset of, 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 you know, of, of empowering yourself and to, to being the best version of yourself, whatever that may be, to really accepting who you are. And so there's a lot of mindset um, coaching that goes along with the little black dress, you know, really feeling confident in, uh, in whatever it is that you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. And then it, as I understand it too, the little black dress, although wanting to look good in a little black dress, what's really more important is that, that analogy of what I heard you say is really feeling empowered and really feeling good about themselves and, and having a mindset that's really on fire, so to speak. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk a, a little bit about your center. And um, I also want to talk to you as we get to the end of the show maybe a few tips about what a listener can do today to um, um, take a look at, at what they're doing for health and wellness, et cetera. So tell us about your new center and sure. how did that come about? Okay. So um, our new center is, it's called Fit Body Bootcamp. It's located in Bend, Oregon. We're going to be uh, at the shops at Boyd Acres, which is right next to Wild Roots. It's right next to Backyard Pizza. I keep giving those guys plugs. So, <laughs> and, um, so what we specialize in is small group personal training, 30-minute workouts that are fun, they're high energy, and they burn twice the amount of calories in half the time. 
They are for, they are suitable for all fitness levels. We provide modifications and we really, um, work with our, um, with our clients, with our members to not only enjoy the workouts, to feel successful with the workouts, but we also add in a nutrition component as well. So we have meal plans, we offer nutritional nutrition consultations, we have nutrition and goal setting sessions where we, you know, help them with accountability and really working toward reaching their goals as well. Yeah. So what, what inspired you to do this because I, I know that you, you've taught in a number of different places and yeah. nationally and, and, and all over. What inspired you to say, okay, I'm going to get my own fitness center? I mean, because th that's a huge decision, a huge move. It's a huge decision. So I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I'll make it quick. Um, but really what happened was when our son was diagnosed with type one diabetes and I was doing my whole fitness gig teaching, I was teaching at this class and setting up that workshop. And I felt there was a real hustle going on and I felt the need to have a quote unquote stable job. And so I put it out into the universe that I needed this stable job and I found one and it was across the country in denver colorado and so we up our you know moved our whole family across the country planted ourselves in denver colorado and it was probably one of the worst decisions i had made um i mean i won't say it was a horrible decision there's always a silver lining and i definitely see the silver lining in this i'm very grateful for the opportunity to have lived through what we lived through that past year um, but I realized from that experience that cubicle life is not for me. I realized from that experience that fitness um, is really what I wanted to, to do in life and that I had only given it at that time, um, you know, one foot in because I was, I, to be honest, I was nervous. I was nervous about committing fully because what if I fail? Mm. And so I had kind of kept this one foot in the fitness world and one foot in, well, what if I need to go back and work at a cubicle world? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say I'm really grateful for that opportunity to have had that experience to work in an office setting again. It was doing important work. Don't get me wrong. I, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed it to an extent, but I deeply deeply missed what I was doing with fitness. And 11 months later, I got laid off, um, which was crushing. And it was a great time for me to wipe the slate clean and say, Jenny, what is it that you, you really want to do? You're in your 40s. You know, it's kind of now or never. And you just had this experience. It wasn't for you. So what is it? And I said, it's fitness. I know it's fitness. And right now I have no choice but to dive in fully yeah. and to do it boldly and with confidence. And I picked up, you know, I, I picked myself up and moved forward with gusto and determination and said, well, I'm going to make this happen. And right around that time, a uh, fellow fitness professional in Bend was also looking to open up a fitness studio and so we started exploring together and it's really been a beautiful partnership mm -hmm. and we work really well together mm -hmm. and we you know 
felt the the great need and desire to bring Fit Body Bootcamp to Bend. There's a void in this community. Um, you know, 30 minutes are it brings in the niche of you know people who are busy moms or busy professionals. They have a hard time making time for themselves, and so we want to serve them. We want to serve them with not only the workouts, but also with nutrition and learning how to instill healthier habits and, you know, make it fun and really build a fitness community um, that not only, you know, gets together during class sessions, but also gets together on hikes and, you know, out in the community. We have an amazing community here in Bend. So enjoying that with one another as well. Yeah. Well, I think that Ben is very lucky to have you here. And it's like, you're like this, this local fitness professional that you've really got this, this national presence. And you've done so many things with so many different people, whether it was uh, working with Beachbody or uh, Billy Blank Jr. And, you know, having this national ex- exposure um, and to be right here so I know that the people in, in your center are, are totally blessed to have you here. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, so um, for those that aren't local, which a, a, most of our listeners are, are all over the country and really all over the world now, what are some ideas that may, maybe you have for them that um, could help them along the way? Maybe th- three tips of, of something that they could utilize, whether it's, you know, a fitness or a keto or um, what what pops into your mind when when, um, you think of of that, of how somebody can get started? Absolutely. So there's three tips that I can give. Um, One is to, you know, keep your workouts to 30 minutes in length. So it's um, some of one of the, you know, we sometimes we can overtrain and that might do more harm to our body than good. So keeping our workouts 30 minutes in length, three to five times a week is gonna do the body wonders. If it's high intensity interval training, that's gonna get your body into what we call the afterburn effect, which is really essentially uh, the moment where your body is replenishing the oxygen that it had consumed while exercising. So what this means in a nutshell is that you're going to be burning more calories, which is kind of cool. Um, So you're recovering for up to 36 hours after your workout. So keeping your workouts uh, short, just getting your body moving is really one of the first tips that I would say. The second thing, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. So the second thing that I would say is you can't out train a bad diet. Um, 80% of our results that we're looking to achieve are going to come from our efforts in the kitchen. And so another thing to realize is that that there is no one type of diet that fits all. Some people really thrive on a keto diet. Others thrive on a plant-based diet. And learning to make the right choices for yourself will help you in the long run. One way to sort of figure this out is to start to eat whole foods more than processed foods, really avoiding and limiting processed foods as much as possible. Something that goes hand in hand with that is portion control. And so I like to use this handy guide that I learned from Precision Nutrition. 
and it is um, it's it's a handy guide if I may. <laughs> it is um, using your fist, which is a serving of vegetables. Using the size of your palm is a serving of protein. Your thumb is one serving of fat, and a cupped hand is one serving of carbohydrates. Mm. So for um, for active men, you want to have between six and eight of each of those four food groups per day. For active women, you want to have four to six of each of those four food groups per day. And that's just a really kind of easy way to get started with some clean eating. Yeah, that sounds like it makes it easy to, to kind of figure it out without like yeah. having on your scales and yeah, all that. weighing everything or taking your, you know, measuring it and your hand is portable. It goes with you everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so my third tip is accountability and don't try to go at it alone. Um, there's, as I mentioned before, there's so much information floating around out there that it can really become overwhelming. And if we try to go at it alone, we we might overexert ourselves. We might, um, you know, push ourselves too hard, or we might try to go cold turkey and end up, you know, restricting too much too quickly that we binge later and cause this yo-yo effect. And so, um, working with an accountability partner, working with a coach, hiring a mentor is really what will help you become successful. Um, even coaches have coaches. I'm a coach and I have a coach. And so um, it's really necessary for us to continue to grow, for us to continue to learn, and for us to continue to move forward on our journey. Um, having that coach, having that mentor works wonders. Yeah, that's great. It can, is, is that available on Vitality Lifestyle? Absolutely. So my website is jennytrumpa.com. So it's J-E-N-N-I Trumpa, T-R-U-M-P-A.com. And I do online coaching. I give nutritional sessions. Um, I'll help um, workout programming. So there's a lot of availability for that as well. We also offer a six-week um, Vitality Lifestyle Project, which helps um, women, I'll work with women for six weeks on their nutrition for, you know, like a really condensed period of time um, so that we can fit into that little black dress and look yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And that's a um, online program, right? That's correct. And that's at vitalitylifestyle.me.me. Excellent. And for those listeners, again, if you didn't get a chance to write that down, uh, those websites will be posted on fallingupradio.com uh, on Jenny Trumpa's page. So th there'll be a list of uh, some links on there that um, can help you get to her and to, to get to um, her information. Um, so as, as we get to the end here, do you, have, do you have any final thoughts or ideas that you would like to share that we haven't talked about or, or maybe expand a little bit on something we have? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that comes to mind right away is just to give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I read it, it's, it's kind of ironic because I read it earlier today. If we fall down, we may fall really hard the first time, but the point is to continue to get up. 
the next time we may learn to fall a little softer and softer and get up quicker. And each subsequent time after that, it just gets a little easier and easier after we fall down, we just get right back up. Yeah. So giving ourselves grace for that every time that we do fall down, not giving our, you know, feeling guilty or speaking harsh words, but really um, being kind and knowing that life, it's all a journey. And really, we're all here to enjoy it and to have as much fun as possible to be the best, healthiest versions of ourselves as possible as well. That's wonderful. Um, and I know that wasn't meant as, as any segue or anything, but talk about the falling down, get, getting up. Yeah. And it, it's interesting. One of the things I mentioned in the book, too, is as kids or as, as toddlers, as you know, babies to toddlers to uh, walking, we're falling down all the time. And our parents are there to support us and, you know, get back up and you know we keep falling getting up falling getting up falling getting up until we can finally walk and I think that's true in life and I think that's also true um, in fitness as well that, that we may even fall down on our fitness routines but we just get back up and, and keep moving forward again absolutely Absolutely. And, and really instilling that support system around us, right? So you had mentioned our parents are there to pick us up, really yeah. utilizing the people around us, the support that we have around us to help us get back up as well. Yeah. So t tell me, when is your book coming out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there because you need to have a book. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Michael, it's on the vision. So, so we, we should probably schedule a, another conversation a little bit down the road here as a way to launch your book. Okay. And then it will be like that, that target and we'll say, okay, my book needs to be done by then because I'm falling on radio again. <laughs> so okay. I really want you to come back when that happens and Great. Um, maybe come back even if that hasn't happened. Great. You know, Thank you, Michael. About how, how your center is going and everything else. So, Thank you so um, much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. This it's, has been it's, a lot of fun. Thanks. And it, it, it's been a delight having you. And again, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you, you have an infectious smile. And I bet your husband and kids. And um, you, you always seem so full of joy. And I like the, the talk, too, that you mentioned about, you know, being having grace and, and kindness and that's certainly who you are. So, um, you know, thank you very much for being here. It's been yeah. wonderful. Thank you. So, again, this is uh, Michael Harris, your host of Falling Up Radio. And Jenny Trumpa was here today talking about fitness and life and, and really living a, a good life and enjoying ourselves and, you know, eating good foods and being happy with the family and, and staying fit and, Really, again, having that grace and kindness and the smile on the face and just, you know, feeling good with self and, and helping others uh, feel good as well. So thank you again, Jenny. Um, again, all her links and websites will be at the fallingupradio.com and, and you can check her out and uh, contact her that way if you have any additional questions or you want to find out about Vitality Lifestyle or the opening of her new center. So, again, we'll have you back again when, when, when the book is ready or, or before. All right. Yeah. <laughs> thank and, you. Yeah, thank you. Talk soon. Talk soon.